The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Welcome into the Hoop All Celtics live show here on Spotify Greenroom. It is I, uh, co-host Lucas Gaynor, uh, joined by my other half, uh, Patrick Lonsberry. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How are you? I can't complain, man. You know, NBA schedule is out. We extended Josh Richardson, which we'll get into. But uh, for the most part, we're going to be going through the first 41 games of the season. And predicting maybe uh, whether we think the Celtics end with a win or loss in each of those games. How do you feel about that, Patrick? Yeah, well, this is called the way too early um, projections for the season, first half season. We'll be breaking actually down the first half season today, and then we'll, tomorrow we'll actually be breaking down the second half of the season, going through some of the games, mentioning some points and stuff. We always like the topics of like the revenge games uh, when we. You know, probably see the New York Knicks and Kemba Walker and so on and so forth. We'll be looking at the road games, the the home game splits, the back-to-backs, how that's going to affect teams. That's I'm excited for it, man. I really am. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. You know, the fact that the schedule is out just makes it feel like NBA basketball, uh, NBA basketball is just that much uh, closer to returning. And, you know, the revenge game is one of my all-time favorite narratives when it comes to sports. Uh, and the revenge game, actually, that narrative starts off game one of uh, the 2021-2022 season. Uh, but before we get into the schedule, um, how do you feel about this Josh Richardson extension? Uh, it was a two, uh, extension one more year. Uh, he's making about $12 million each year. Uh, locks him up for just one extra year. Uh, how are you feeling about that, Patrick? Yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it a lot. My first reaction is that, okay, I'm adding up these numbers now and I'm going Marcus Smart extension, Robert Williams extension. You got the Josh Richardson extension. I'm like, wow, um, they got some three solid guys now. And you even think about Dennis Schroeder, who's on a pretty good deal himself. And you start thinking like, dang, they, they got a group of players now they can package together. I mean, I think you go almost to the trade deadline and Josh Richardson's playing – you know, at a at a level that he wasn't playing at last year, maybe he plays a little bit better. You got a coach that I feel is going to fit his type of player style. I think he has a role with the Celtics that he's not going to be asked to do as much on the offensive end, and he can really focus in on the on the side I think he's best, and that's the defensive end. I think his value can go up, and if that's something Stevens wants to be like, you know what, I extended him. It's a cheap, good guy to keep around the Jays for two years, and we can see if we can extend him again, or you up his value and think. He's a trading chip, you know. Maybe we can flip him because we put him on such a good deal. I just see Stevens out here having a door for, wow, this worked out. I can walk through this one. Wow, this didn't work out. I can still pivot because he has an easy tradable contract. There's just so many options, and I'd love the deal for the Celtics either way. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I'm echoing everything you're saying. Um, So Josh opted into his player option before he got traded. Um, So I think this was just a smart move to get another extra year on there. Uh, Because, you know, a lot of people are feeling that this is trade bait. Um, But Josh Richardson is a six foot seven wing who can, you know, shoot the ball at a decent clip. You know, he's not knocked down. Uh, He can handle the ball and play make and play defense. And for $11 million, about uh, $11.5 million, I think that's a steal. 
So even if we don't flip him in a trade for, you know, a bigger name player, someone who's maybe a little more impactful, um, I think this is just a good move, you know, securing him. And president of basketball operations, Brad, hits another, hits another, I'll say, hits another single. This is not a home run, but this is definitely, uh, you know, definitely a good move. Hey, man, singles add up and they add, they, they still get points on the board. And Brad Stevens is is being blockbuster Brad, man. That's That's his nickname. I'm sticking with that nickname. Blockbuster Brad, he is out here reeling and dealing and giving extensions out like no other. He's making moves. He's not being quiet. He's being ambitious, and he's bold, man, and I'm loving every minute of it in this offseason. He's giving us Celtics fans uh, uh, some something to really look forward for this next season, especially after a season last year that was so disappointing. Yeah, no, this will be, be a terrific season, and uh, you know, going through the schedule game by game, I really do think the Celtics have a chance to, you know, at least end the first half of the season with a pretty darn good record um, because, you know, they do play not the toughest schedule. You know, they definitely have obviously some hard games, you know, against the Lakers, the Bucks. I'll even throw, you know, the, I should say Miami as well as Dallas in there. You know, facing Luka will always be difficult. Uh, a couple, at least one game against Golden State, a couple against Phoenix. But for the most part, there's a lot of winnable games in here, I think, uh, so, you know, I'm really excited to dive into the schedule and uh, see where you fall, where you think they're going to be after 41 games. Yeah, man, I, I got my pen out. I'm ready to keep tabs. I'm ready to get this thing rolling, man. Um, it looks like uh, the first game of the of the season is going to be a national televised game. We're going to be on ESPN, you know, straight up 10 on Oct- uh, October 20th when the season will be opened up. We'll be on the road in New York City, and we'll be going after uh, the Knicks, man. We're trying to We're trying to crush the Knicks' heart. I know that's like your second home, but uh, you, I know where, where your heart really is. And, and Boston's coming out swinging, I think, in this matchup. Well, um, what do you think is going to happen in game one? Okay, so as I previously mentioned, the revenge game narrative is one of my favorite narratives, albeit flawed narrative, but I still love it nonetheless. Um, unfortunately, this has nothing to do with how much I like the Knicks. Unfortunately, I have the Celtics starting off the season with a loss. Listen, Kemba Walker is a phenomenal player who we did not see play up to his um, full ability towards the end of his tenure with the Celtics. But listen, he is from New York. I've seen him play in the Garden in the Big East Tournament in college. I think Kemba will be coming out swinging, and I think Fournier is going to have a good game too. Uh, You know, unfortunately, yeah, I think that the revenge game narrative is going to, you know, make the Celtics start the season 0-1. Wow, I can't believe we're going to be on the same page game one, but I also wow. have the Celtics losing game one. I'm actually going to throw out there, Kemba Walker drops 35-plus points, and Celtics Twitter just goes bananas about how we should have never traded away Kemba. We should have just rolled with it. We should have gave him another year. I think Celtics Twitter is just going to explode at, at the fact of a, a slow you know, 0-1 start. But I also am taking consideration of a new coach. You know, new coaches in town. For the Celtics, you know, I, I just think that maybe they get off to a, a weird start and Kemba just has that fuel to his fire. He's going to be healthy off the offseason. He's just going to have a lot of stuff under his legs and he's going to want to prove, like, hey, you traded me. This is what I'm really worth. And I just see the Celtics losing also starting out 0-1. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised we both started off 0-1. Um, but, you know, I do think just a couple of things. I think that the Knicks' biggest problem was, you know, their offense stalling. And I think Kemba and Fournier are two guys who are going to fix that. So the Knicks will be a good team in my eyes. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think we do start off 0-1, unfortunately. But, um, you know, that should be a really fun game um, in the Garden, ESPN, opening night. You know, that'll be fun uh, regardless of the outcome. 
Um, but yeah, I have a starting 0-1. So you know what that means, Patrick? That means the, pa- the Celtics are going to win that game. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, that's good. That's good, man. Hey, prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Right, we exactly. Wrong. I would love it. And when we're calling losses, man, we want to be proven wrong. Of course. Um, so we can move on to game two. So this is a couple of days later on Friday, the 22nd. We are playing Toronto. This is our home opener. Now I have us getting to one and one here. Uh, personally, I think the Celtics are going to really uh, have a favorable record against the Raptors this season. I really see it playing out that way. Um, you know, I don't see the Celtics, especially if they lose game one, I do not see them come out uh, in the garden and losing game two, especially not to, uh, honestly, our rivals, the Raptors. Like, it's always been a respectful rivalry, but um, honestly, the Raptors are one team I feel that, you know, is a legitimate rival of the Celtics, so that'll be a really, really fun game. But I think uh, the Celtics, just between Jason and Jalen, are going to have way too much firepower. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm agreeing with you again. For I got a dub right here. And what I got is, you know, Celtics feel embarrassed for, for losing the opening game, you know, to lose to New York Knicks. And they're like, we're going back home. We're going to let out the frustration. Jason Tatum comes out, drops a 35-plus point game. Jalen Brown with a 30-plus point game. And they cruise to an easy double-digit victory. I think the Celtics go one and one here. Yeah, yeah, Sam. I think that one's going to be uh, – I really think the Celtics are going to have the Raptors number this year. I, it's you know, it's just a feeling I have. And I think, you know, how the teams are constructed, I really think that's what's going to happen. Um, on to game three, you know, unless you have anything else to say about game two, uh, if we, if we talk too much about a game, man, this, this, this might be too long. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So let's, yeah, let's try and keep it pushing. So game three is against, uh, the young, yeah, albeit exciting, uh, Houston Rockets. This game will be on NBA TV Sunday night game. Um, as much as I like the Rockets young talent, I do not see us losing this game. Uh, I've got the Celtics taking this one, uh, I wouldn't say handily, but I don't think this game will be uh, a super contest. But, you know, we'll see how that young core looks in Houston because they definitely have something going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you again. I think I think the Celtics take this victory. Um, it's their first um, game of, uh, of their first back-to-backs. Uh, and also, just a note on the back-to-backs, the Celtics do have the most back-to-backs in the NBA um, at 15. So it's it's crazy to see that. Um, but you know, that's just sometimes how the schedule works when, when, uh, the league puts it out there. I don't know why the Celtics happen to have 15 back-to-backs and no other team has even 15, but I guess we have to roll with the punches here, but this is the first one. Uh, I think Celtics handle Houston pretty, pretty easily and they go on a little two game win streak, man. Um, so Celtics take victory against, uh, Houston rocket for both of us. So we're both sitting at two and one for the Celtics to start out the season. Yes, I hope we start disagreeing at some point here. Um, I'm just going to flash back to the opening game um, to a point you said earlier real quick. If Kemba Walker has a 30-plus point game and Al Horford looks bad, Celtics Twitter will riot. I just want everyone to be ready for that. And also, if you are a part of Celtics Twitter and, you know, you feel like you're really upset, you know, oh, my gosh, we let Kemba go and Horford looks old, I would just say take a step back, take a deep breath, you know, understand it's game one. So uh, I think a lot of things can change. I would not pull any grandiose uh, judgments from just one game. Um, and then that's all I have to say about that. Uh, and then, yeah, the back-to-backs, man, that's tough. That is really tough. Um, I, I don't love that we have the most back-to-backs. I'm sure that that will be uh, brought up a lot of the times throughout the season. But, uh, you know, just, you know, you got you to gotta deal with it, man. You got you to gotta play the hand with the punches. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, exactly. That's, that's the hand we got dealt. Um. Game four here is up against the improved Charlotte Hornets. This is in Charlotte. Um, 
You know, I just I'm gonna say it. I have the Celtics winning this, man. I don't really see the Hornets on the uh, same level as the Celtics, man. I read, I don't as much as I like the moves they made, the draft they had. I love the mellow. I get the Celtics taking this one handily, man. Um, yeah, man. I'm. I wish. Gosh, man. I, I feel like you're just looking at my board right now, but I, <laughs> I got the I got the Hornets losing this game to the Celtics. I think the Celtics. It's earlier on in the season. They can handle the back to back right now. I think the back-to-backs might start hitting them harder when they get a little later in the season. But as of to start off this year, I, I have the Celtics winning this game easily. Um, I think by a solid like twelve points, and they kind of cruise on and they win their first back-to-backs. All righty, so that brings the Celtics to three and one. This next one, I feel like where our uh, our first disagreement will happen here. Uh, this the next two games are both against the Wizards, um, one in Boston and one in uh, Washington. And I actually have the Celtics losing the first of these matchups. Uh, I see Beal coming out and really putting on a show in Boston here, um, potentially auditioning. No, I'm just kidding. I just think, you know, Beal is aware of these rumors, so I think Beal's definitely going to show up here. Uh, the Wizards maybe aren't the, the biggest name, um, so I think maybe the Celtics, you know, it's early season still. You know, we saw them last year come out against some opponents, a little lackluster, who maybe they didn't think were on the same level as uh, the Celtics. So I actually see the Celtics losing this game and dropping to 3-2. and two. Um, And I will just, you know, I'll just get let the cat out of the bag here. I do have them winning the game in Washington, though, uh, because, you know, that's going to be kind of the wake-up moment, I think. You know, early, very early in the season, I have Washington winning that game. And then Ime, of course, you know, I don't think he's going to have any of that. So the Celtics will come out. Throwing haymakers, I think, on that Saturday game in Washington. Yeah, it's it's funny because we, we are not going to agree fully here, but we are going to have the same record. I just see it flip-flopped. I think the Celtics win the first game in the Washington matchup, and then Bill goes to his buddy Tatum and was like, all right, I think Tatum's going to drop like a solid solid game on Bill, and then Bill's going to come back the next game and be like, just remember that I'm the OG. I'm the older guy here. I'm the I'm I'm the one from St. Louis too, and want to want to make a little show in front of the, uh, in front of his home crowd. And I think Beal's just going to show out in Washington and and carry them to a win. So I have the Celtics going one and one in that as well. But they're going to start off with that after the 0-1 start to the season. They're going to go on a four game win streak before losing to the Washington Wizards. All right. So yeah. So you know we disagreed sort of. Uh, but, you know, we'll take, we'll take that and run with it. I think that's a good decision right there. But we both have the same idea. Um, so we can move on. The next game, uh, first day of November, uh, they're playing the Chicago Bulls. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I live in Chicago, and the Celtics do not play the Bulls in Chicago until April. I was disappointed to see that because, you know, I always love seeing the guys when they're in town. But, yeah, you know, another team I don't see being on the Celtics level is the Chicago Bulls, really, uh, as much as they did get better. I think they lost uh, some players who would be crucial in defending the Jays here. I have the Celtics going up to five and two here. Oh, that's 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 crazy because I'm over here, and I guess I'm going to be the one that disagrees here. I think that uh, I, I don't necessarily say say that the Bulls are a better team. I just think that the Celtics start off a little little. 4-0 winning streak, and then they kind of go on a little two-game skid to humble them because, you know, they are still a new team. They added a lot of different players. I think um, Bulls did as well, and then the whole new coach situation as well. And I just think that this is a game they, they feel like they should win, and for some reason they just didn't show up, and 
and they kind of just they they hit it, and then right before you know this is their last home stint for the next three games as they go on the road for the next three. Um, but I have them losing this game, going four and three. You have you have them at five and two now. Yes, I sure do. Five and two. Um, all right. So, what do you think about the next game, which is the Orlando Magic? Yeah, the next game uh, is going to be at Orlando on the third, two days later. Um, this is going to be the first game of another back-to-back. I have them beating Orlando. I'm just kind of cruising past Orlando. Orlando's one of the worst teams in the NBA, in my opinion, and I think they'll be looking to tank the season away. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you, dude. I think the uh, Orlando is is almost, I would say, uh, that's a schedule win right there, almost. I, I think the Orlando's going to... They just can't keep up with the likes of the, the the top of the East, the top seven teams in the East. I don't even think they're close to competing with. So I also see that as a W for the Celtics. Yeah, and you you mentioned a, a scheduled win. I, I think uh, going into a back to back because you're in Florida. Um, I think this is a scheduled loss. I I think the Miami Heat punches in the mouth when they're at their home court, and we take a loss here in, in a back to back. And this is our second back to back of the season already. Um, only. Only nine games into the season, we are going to have two back-to-backs, which is insane. And it's going to be on national television. And I, I think Tatum's going to be putting on a show, but I also think that the the Miami Heat find a way to pull this one out by single digits. Oh, another disagreement from us here. So I have the Celtics winning this game. Um, I personally think, you know, I do think that Miami has to be considered, you know, a cut above at the moment. Uh, you know, in that top tier. But I think this game is going to wake a lot of people up to how good, uh, you know, the Celtics could potentially be being led by Jalen and Jason. I have the Celtics actually winning this game uh, to bring us to a uh, 7-2. and two. So a great start in my schedule for the Celtics. Here. Hey, man, it's possible. I believe last season they started at 11-2, and 11-3. We had the best record in the NBA before um, before things started kind of going south for the Celtics last year. So there's that's definitely could happen, and then um, after those back to backs, they get uh, a day off, and then they they head to Dallas, and they go against the guy who seems to kill us every time and and break our hearts with uh, the game winners and everything, and Luka Doncic uh, in Dallas, and I think the Celtics actually pulled this one off. I think this is the year where they kind of get a little revenge on Luka, and I'm gonna call it right now. I'm thinking Jason Tatum's gonna hit a game winner in Dallas this time. And he's just going to be like, all right, Luca. Like, I think Tatum wants to kind of show up Luca Doncic, especially with all the rumors of, like, you know, around the league. Like, everybody prefers Luca over Tatum to start a franchise and stuff like that. I think that gets to a guy like Tatum. And I think Tatum really is going to take that to a personal level. And I think he's going to come out and, and really show that why he should be considered as the better younger player. I love that logic. And I want to push my, uh, my Jason over Luca agenda. Okay, but here I do have the Celtics losing, you know. I said I thought that Miami game was kind of be, you know, the game that wakes people up to how good the Celtics are. And I think there's going to be a little bit of a hangover uh, a couple days later. You know, not literal. Well, maybe literal, but I meant it figuratively. Uh, I see the Celtics losing to the Mavericks here uh, in Dallas, coming off that giant win over the uh, the Heat. Uh, but, you know, hopefully Tatum can uh, – I would love a Tatum game winner there. I wouldn't argue that. If I was wrong at the hands of a Tatum game winner, you know, I'll be wrong every day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But we can move on to the next one here. I don't think I have much to say about this. Raptors, like I said, I have us having the Raptors number. I'm going the Celtics here. Yeah, I don't know if I I cut out there. uh, No, I I heard you. You have the Raptors. 
yeah, you have the Celtics. Um, you, you're choosing the, the win there, and I'm also going to say that we start the season two and zero against the Raptors. I think the um, Celtics just come out and they're just. I think they're a better team than the Raptors this year, and I think they're just going to prove that. I, I know a lot of people might see them in the same tier, and I just think they're going to find a way to separate themselves and and really show that they they aren't in that same tier. Oh, I agree. Um, yeah, I don't think I have much more to say about that. You know, Toronto is going to be scrappy, though. It's not going to be uh, – I, I don't think these games are going to be easy, but uh, I do think the Celtics just are going to be better than them. Uh, but it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. This next game will certainly not be easy here against the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. Almost hard to believe, you know, that that's, the, that's what I have to say. They're the defending champions. I do not have us winning this game. I have the Celtics losing this nationally televised game on ESPN – uh, to drop us down um, to eight and four on the year, I believe. Are we, is this the yeah, twelfth game? I'm. Um, yeah, we're in the twelfth game nationally televised on ESPN, and uh, I also have the Celtics losing this game. Uh, I just think the Bucks are the way that they're built is is almost counteractive. I'm just cutting out a little bit here, but you know, just personally, um, it's hard for me to see this. Oh, sorry, you were cutting out, Pat. What were you saying? No, you're good. No, I, I, I just saying that uh, I definitely have. I have the Celtics losing this game as well. I just think how the Bucks are built is almost in to counter the Boston Celtics on how they their strengths are. And I think in this game, uh, I think the Bucks just have too much firepower. Yeah, the Bucks are going to be a tough, tough game for any anyone on any given night. We just saw them, you know, win the championship. Giannis ascended to another level. People are somehow still sleeping on Chris Middleton, who's arguably, you know, he's one of the best two way players in the game. He can score. You know, we all know about Drew Holiday. Uh, you know, I really think that's going to be a, that's going to be a tough game. But that loss will be softened by back-to-back games against the Cleveland Cavaliers, which I both have as wins for the Celtics, boosting the Celtics up to a record of ten and four. Ten and four, man. All right, I see you. I see you, Lucas. Are you, are you gonna are you gonna admit that you might be a little homer with the ten and four start, or is well, it just happened to fall you know, that way? It's a, I think there maybe is a little bit of homerism here, but I, I I do think that I think the Celtics have a pretty favorable schedule. Um, and, you know, a lot of these teams, I think the Celtics are better than that. You know, of course, I'm probably going to get some of these wrongs, and, you know, I'm probably skewing in the Celtics' favor a little bit here. But I do have some more uh, – I have some losses coming up, you know, throughout the rest of that first half. So it doesn't end uh, – um, we're not going to end, for example, we're not going to end at 37-5. and five. No one has to worry about that. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's fine. You know, wherever you have us, like we're doing this blindly. We're doing this really early too, and, and we really don't know. But um, I'm I'm going to go on a bold prediction here. Um, Milwaukee is going to be a tough game, right? We're going to probably fight hard to try to get that win. I think we come up short. We waste a lot of energy. We go to Cleveland. It's a back to back. I think we lose Cleveland in the first night, and I think we actually lose both games. I think we go on a, a three game losing streak. We slide down to 500 at 7-7, seven and seven, and the panic meter goes off. Why isn't Brad doing anything? We need a third superstar. I just – I see these – I see the headlines already coming and, and Twitter kind of going crazy, and it's it's just more of like a learning curve for the new coach and a, and a new team get gelling together. And I think this is the adversity point of the season. Each team kind of goes through an adversity point. I think this is going to be the Celtics adversity point right here where they got to figure out what – their identity is and power through this listen wow i was not expecting that at all you know the back-to-back maybe i can understand how the Celtics could lose that game after a far out game a hard-fought game against the bucks the night before but 
I'm hard pressed to see the Celtics losing either of these games, let alone losing both of them. But you know, we'll see. If the Celtics run into some early season adversity, you know, I really hope they handle it better than they did uh, than they did last year. Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. So what is, what does that bring us to? What 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 record do you have? Um, I'm at seven and seven. You're at ten and four. Ten and four. See, this next game was kind of hard for me, but I uh, I had to go with the loss here against Atlanta. Um, you know, I think Atlanta's a terrific team, especially uh, playing in Atlanta. You know, uh, they might not have the most committed fans, you know, historically, but they have a team to root for now, so that place will be rocking. Uh, I have the Hawks winning that game, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that's that will bring us down to uh, ten and five there uh, for me personally. And I know you yeah, don't have them is... losing. I know you don't um, have them losing. No, I don't. I really don't. I don't have them losing. I think Marcus Smart is going to give Trey Young a you not not like a, a crazy difficult time, but he's gonna he's gonna make it harder on Trey Young. I think he's gonna force him to do a lot of things. I I like a coach like Ime against a system that runs through a player like Trey Young. And I think he defensive mindly wise is going to come out with a good scheme for it. And I think the Celtics are going to handle this game pretty easily, especially after losing three in a row. I think they're going to, they're definitely going to come out with a lot more energy and, and really fight for their coach and get this win. Yeah. That's why I was saying, I don't think you have them losing because if they lose three straight, I don't think there's a single way they lose that game. If they lose back-to-back games to Cle- to Cleveland, I don't think they go into uh, Atlanta and lose that game. But the next game is incredibly exciting in my eyes. Um, new age Celtics-Lakers. Uh, this one, of course, is going to be on ESPN. Of course, is on a Friday night. Um, this is easily the most expensive game I'm seeing here ticket-wise, um, which makes – Absolutely nobody's surprised here. I have the Celtics winning, though. I have us winning this game in Boston here. Um, you know, it's going to be, you know, bring me a lot of joy to, uh, you know, beat the Lakers. Uh, I'm really intrigued to see what that team looks like with, uh, you know, Westbrook running the point. But, um, you know, I really think the Celtics will win this game. That's going to be rocking. I can't wait to see the Garden back full capacity uh, with another Celtics-Lakers rivalry. No, I, I I love it. I love it. Uh, I wish I was um, on the same page with you, uh, but I'm not. I think the guy I hate seeing in Boston and playing us is, is LeBron James. And the guy already has too much on his shoulders that he has a chip about. And, you know, with him being talked as maybe not even being a top five player in the league, I think he's going to be – he's going to come into the beginning of the season with a lot more energy than he probably has in the past. And, I think he's he loves to play in Boston. He loves to, it's going to be on national TV. He's in Boston. It's just personal. You're just talking a guy who who loves playing against people with board Celtics on their jersey. And it's just like when you, we run into Middleton, it's you know they just see nothing but the net, and it just becomes a day where we're just like, oh god, you know, we're here here he comes. And I think LeBron James just makes it pretty difficult on us, and the Lakers end up taking a win here. So I have the Celtics now 18, uh, six ga- 16 games in at 500, 8 and 8. You have them at 11 and 5. Yep. So, no, that's totally uh, totally reasonable. I mean, the Lakers could for sure pull this one out, but I just don't see it happening in Boston. Uh, I-, I see the Celtics coming through here for sure. Um, but I will say, you know, I have a different result for the game in, in, in Los Angeles, but uh, that's a few games away. I think we can do these next two games pretty quickly. Uh, you know, we have OKC and then Houston. 
Um, I have the Celtics winning both of those games to bring us up to 13-5 and five with a, uh, you know, a terrific start to the season. Yeah, 17th game in the season. They'll be on their third back-to-back. But um, I think this one they're able to, to not be affected by because it is the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think they comfortably get that win. And then I think they go into Houston as, uh, or Houston comes to town and they, they handle Houston as well. Yeah. Uh, yep. I, we have no disagreements here. Um, so I, like I said, I'm up to 13 and five. Um, this next game though, I, I assume we'll agree here unless, you know, you have kind of a spicy take. I do not have us beating the Nets on national TV. Uh, you know, that could change obviously with health, but you know, I think the Nets just have an unbelievable amount of firepower. Uh, as much as I love my Celtics and I love Jalen and Jason, there's uh, I can't predict this one as a win here. I've got the Nets winning, you know, maybe going away a little bit, honestly, but I've got the Nets. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair assessment to have. Um, I, I totally agree agree with the, the fact of, you know, seeing them totally fold over against the Nets team. That seems very talented. However, I, I like this stretch. I think that this four-game home stretch, the Celtics go three and one. After I just had them go, you know, one and two on that road stretch where they're also on a, on a pretty bad losing streak. And I think this is the bounce back. You know, I think this is when they show that they – they can play up the competition like, hey, we've already lost to Milwaukee. We've already lost to the Lakers. We've lost to Miami. we got to beat one of these big teams. And I think they go for the juggernaut of all the teams. I think they take out Brooklyn. And that's when everybody's like, okay, this Celtics team may have started off rough. But I think once they start gelling, they can beat almost anybody in the league if they're all in their A game. Yeah, totally. You know, it all depends on what the team looks like with uh, Ime at the helm and with these new players like uh, – you know, of course, it might take some things ironing out. I like your, uh, you know, I like your prediction of them beating the Nets. You know, I, I don't, I don't agree, but you know, I have us taking out the Lakers uh, a couple games earlier. Uh, so you know, I agree with the sentiment. The Celtics are going to have to take down uh, one of these bigger teams, and uh, you know, I just wonder if it'll be the Nets, the Bucks, or the Lakers, or none of them. Hopefully, it's one of them. Uh, but you know, we It'd be even better if it's more than one. <laughs> yeah, see. If it was the, if we meet the Lakers and the Nets, Celtics Twitter is going to be uh, absolutely ridiculous. But uh, honestly, I'm also hoping that doesn't happen because people will be talking about championship or bust. You know, 12 games into the season if that happens. So, you know, <laughs> uh, um, we can move on to the next one though. Um, at San Antonio, uh, you know, Ime goes up against you know his uh, his mentor and Greg Popovich. Uh, I have this one as a win for us. How about you? All right, um, I got it. I got it as a loss. I think. Uh... Pop goes, nice try, Padawan, but you're just not ready yet, all right? You're just not ready yet, all right? So I, I think that uh, Pop gets uh, the better of him and, and somehow pulls out a victory, even though I know the San Antonio Spurs aren't looking like a team that, that has a lot of talent on the roster right now, but somehow Pop always finds a way to get the best out of his guys, and I think they, I think he gets the best out of his coach. And plus, Pop has a good record against his former coaches when they get to head coaching positions. Yeah, you know, there definitely is no guaranteed win against any Greg Popovich coach team. Like, you know, I, it always seems like it's that way, but uh, Tatum just obliterated them last year, and I don't think they have anybody who can really stop him. Uh, you know, didn't they? I think they did get a... They got Thaddeus Young, right? Um, so, you know, that is a solid wing defender. But honestly, I think Tatum has surpassed Young uh, as far as, you know, being a guy who can really guard him. So I have Tatum, you know, going off for another victory there. Uh, we can move on to this next one. This is going to be a little, you know, a little crazy maybe. But uh, I've got the Celtics winning again against the Raptors to bring their season total against Raptors to 3-0. and oh. How about you? 
I also got a victory here, so we're on the same page again. And uh, now the Celtics for you are at fifteen and six, and I have them at twelve and nine. And uh, this next game here, a first game of the season against our beloved, I say that sarcastically, Philadelphia 76ers. You know, I actually do have this one as a loss, man. As much as that pains me to say, uh, you know, the Sixers are a terrific regular season team, man. And I think they will still be good, man. They still have Embiid. Who knows if Ben Simmons will be there? Who knows if CJ McCollum will be there? We don't know. I have the Sixers winning this game right now, though, to bring us down to 15-7. and seven. Uh, How about you? Celtics Twitter goes crazy. The Al Horford uh, um, and Bead Stopper is back. Um, oh wow! Al Horford comes out and guards up on Embiid, and Bead still drops thirty points. But the Celtics somehow pull out a victory, and Celtics Twitter goes nuts because they just remember the good old days and overreact and think uh, Horford's the Embiid Stopper again. Yeah. So I just Celtics realized here that um, I fully. Hold on one second. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, I just said I fully just realized that I uh, let my revenge game narrative go by the wayside uh, because we <laughs> lost the Mavericks game, so no Josh Richardson revenge game there. And I have us losing the Philly game, so no revenge game from Horford or Josh Richardson in this game. Uh, so, you know, it's not the most reliable thing, um, but, you know, I do have us losing this game here. This uh, is also their last home game. game before going on this five-game road trip we're about to bring them. And listen, this is a pretty tough uh, road trip. Uh, and I do have the Celtics starting it off with a victory, though, against the Utah Jazz. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I, I actually got I got the opposite. I think the Utah Jazz handle handle the Celtics. The Celtics seem to struggle when they, they can't get anything going in the paint. I think this is going to be a game where they try to outshoot Utah. And last season, they, they tried doing that, and it didn't work out in their favor. I think they run into the same trouble again and, and have trouble trying to attack a defense with a good rim protector. Uh, yeah, that's definitely possible. I just think that the uh, the Celtics' wings, again, are just going to eat up the uh, – eat up the Jazz's wings, man. And, you know, I know Gobert's an elite rim protector, but if the, uh, the wings are able to get whatever they want, it's going to make Gobert's life uh, living hell. And, you know, they'll be moving the ball around. I really think the Celtics have, have that game in the bag. I also think they have the next game in the bag, too. Uh, you, you know, Portland, you know, Dan and CJ have given us some problems in the past, but as currently constructed, the Trailblazers are not a team I am super scared of, honestly. No, I, I totally get that. Um, I, I can see them definitely winning this game, but I actually have them losing to Portland as well. I think uh, Portland just – I think Damian Lillard – this is one of the games Damian Lillard just goes. I'm, I just want to go off. Uh, you were one of the teams that was rumored to come and get me, blah, blah. I don't like being in rumors in general. Um, let me drop a 40-piece on you and, and tell you to get out of my city. So, yeah, that's reasonable. I think it's definitely clear by now I am the homer right now. Uh, going through the schedule here um, because, you know, I have a much better record. What are you sitting at right now for record? 13 and 11. Wow. 13 and 11. I am sitting at um, 16 and 8 right now, right? Yeah. You're, no, 17 and 8. You're at wait, 17 wait, wait, and no. 8 right now. Oh, 17 and 8. Okay. Because I do have the uh, Celtics losing the next game, okay, in L.A. on TNT – uh, in the middle of a five-game West Coast trip, I have the Celtics losing to the Lakers. Um, you know, I, I just 
I think we're going to split the games one and one with the Lakers, and I think uh, it's going to be the home team winning both games. It's fair. That's that's a fair assessment. I think you you're on to something there as well. Um, I, on the other hand, I think they do split, but I think that the I think I think Tatum goes. Man, I'm putting on the Kobe wristband. I'm putting on the the purple again, and I'm going to go out there and drop forty in Staples Center just to put on for Kobe because that was my guy. And I think Jason Tatum likes to show out at Staples Center. So yeah, so that game would make seventeen and eight for me right there. Losing this game. Uh, brings me to 17 and 8, 25 games through the season, nine games above 500. I would be elated with that, honestly, um, if the schedule played out like I'm predicting. Um, I think we can oh, – hold on, let me go. Okay, oh, and we'll finish the road trip here. Uh, I have us beating the other L.A. team, the Clippers. Um, it's not going to be an easy game. You know, I know they don't have Kawhi, but uh, – I do have the Celtics being a better team than um, the Clippers. You know, I do not trust Eric Bledsoe, really. Um, the Clippers will definitely be a good team because, you know, Paul George is a wonderful guy. He really showed he could step up into that number one role without Kawhi. So this will by no means be a cakewalk. But I have the Celtics winning this game coming off a really frustrating loss against your biggest rival. No, yeah, man. Uh, you, you got the dub uh, against the Clippers. I, I'm agreeing with you. I think the Celtics... I, I think Tatum just likes playing at Staples Center, and he keeps the Kobe van on. Game two, right? Says, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to beat the Clippers. I know it's a back-to-back, but this is a moment where he's like, I'm going to shine in L.A. for a minute. I'm going to put my team on the back, and then I'm not only am I going to do it for Kobe against the Lakers, but then the next night I'm just going to prove to everybody that, like, I'm at Paul George's level or I'm better than him now. This is me. I'm Jason Tatum. I'm trying to get into that top ten area of players in the league. Yeah, that is one of my uh, one of my hotter takes is that Tatum is already better than Paul George. Um, you know, you can definitely maybe uh, poke some holes in that, but I think Tatum is just a generational score. Um, and, you know, I think he's a phenomenal defender, doesn't get enough credit. But regardless, those two are very close, I think. Uh, you know, Paul George maybe made my argument a little harder to uh, make with his performance in the playoffs here, but we can move on to the next game, the reigning Western Conference champions. The Phoenix Suns, 9 p.m. This is a Friday night game on ESPN. I've got the Celtics winning. Man, you? look at us go. Look at us go. Man, I got the Celtics winning as well. Wow. Celtics win. Celtics start off the road trip rough, right? Five-game road trip. They lose to Utah and Portland, but then they go on a three-game winning streak against the Lakers, Clippers, and Phoenix and make a little noise. Love it for them. They end up going now 16-11 and 11 for me. They're at 19-8 and eight for you. All right. And then uh, this next game after the road trip here is back in Boston. Um, Two weeks before Christmas, we face off with the Milwaukee Bucks again. And this time, I have the Celtics triumphing over the Bucks in a wonderful performance by Jalen and Jason. And I think Marcus maybe will hit some clutch shots, you know, really prove his value maybe uh, for down the line in the playoffs against this Milwaukee Bucks team. I have the Celtics winning, and I have the Boston Garden rocking this night. Uh, Ooh, really 20, this game. 20 and 8. I think that might be good enough for the best record in the East to start the year. That might be close. Um, that might be close for, like, the best record in the league at that point. I mean, that's Yeah, that's honestly, a, I'm just going to say this right now. I have the Celtics 17 games over 500 at 41 games. So I might have gotten ahead of myself a little bit here. Um, but maybe we'll do another, you know, closer to the season prediction, see if things have changed. Um, but, you know, I'm definitely leaving. I'm holding you to this one. I'm holding you to this one. That's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> yeah, this is do or die right here. No, of course, I understand the volatility of game to game where, you know, it's just fun to go through this year. But, uh, you know, I think after looking at this, I might have the Celtics maybe with a few too many wins. But, you know, we'll see. We'll no, see how the season I, plays out. I, I have this. Uh, I have the Milwaukee Bucks beating us, man. I, I just think the same way we're going to have Toronto's number, I think Milwaukee's going to have our number this year. Mm, and That's fair. Totally. It, and and that's just it's it is what it is, you know. Some teams just counter other teams, and I just I don't see the Celtics able to keep up with Milwaukee. And Milwaukee's a great regular season team, and they're a great playoff team, and now they're defending champions. And yeah, they're gonna have a target on their back all year. But Chris Middleton sees Celtic green, and he decides to shoot seventy percent from the. Floor, I was about so. to say, quite frankly, I might be a little uh, I might be a little goofy here for doubting Chris Middleton because I've seen this man shoot 70% from three-pointers in a playoff series against us. So I should know that this man has it out for us. Uh, however, our next game, though, another ESPN game is against the Splash Brothers. Uh, Clay, I do not think, will be back, which is why I have this game as a victory for the Celtics. Uh, he's supposed to return on Christmas. You know, if, if this was, you know, the second half of the year with Clay fully healthy and the Warriors humming man, you know, I would probably lean Warriors. But since he will have not come back yet, most likely I, I lean the C's here. I'm with you on this one. I also had, because of the Clay narrative, I think, um, I just think also the Celtics have just been known to, they've had the best record against Steph Curry other out of any other team. They've had Steph Curry's number the best. And, and that's something that I, I think is accommodating to Marcus Smart and how he defends. I'm not saying he's going to stop or slow Curry down. He just makes him work harder for his offensive game. So even if Curry drops 40, he makes it a hard 40 rather than just a, a Curry going out there and just being like, hey, man, your guys just can't defend me tonight. I'm getting an easy 40. You know, I think Marcus Smart can still make it a little bit more difficult for uh, Curry, and, and I think the Celtics win this one. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. We can uh, maybe – Brush through the next one. So I have us beating the Knicks. Um, you know, I do not think we lose to the Knicks opening night and then lose the second game up against them. This one's at home. Um, you know, I see this being a little bit more of a down to earth. And this is when, you know, Celtics will, uh, Celtics fans maybe will understand why we did the Kemba Walker move. Um, as much as I love Kemba and I think he will be great for the Knicks, you know, he's going to get exposed, I think, in this game on the defensive end. Uh, and you know that'll maybe uh, bring the Celtics back. No, to no, Evan Fournier revenge game here, and he goes. No, off his revenge. Of his, no, his revenge meter was used up in game one. Um, so okay, okay. You know, no, I that's, have that's fair. You know, but I do have. I mean, he's going to be solid, man. Fournier is a solid score, man. If the ball, if the ball's going in the hoop, you know, there's not much you can do about it. But uh, I just hope he has a cold shooting night. But I think the Celtics can. Uh, can overpower the Knicks in this game. However, I do think the Knicks are going to be a solid team this year. I don't I think people are, you know, really hyped about the the Bulls. Are they going to be twenty two and eight in their first thirty games, like you have the Celtics? You know, that remains to be seen. I don't think that's even you know statistically possible for two teams in the Atlantic Division. Um, so you know, probably not here. Um, but speaking of the Atlantic Division, that next well. Did you give your prediction? Yeah. No, yeah, I got I got the Knicks. The Knicks. I got the or I got the Knicks losing to Boston. I think uh, Boston also gets the win after losing game one. Okay, nice. And uh, the next game is up against the uh, or my the Seventy Sixers. Uh, how do you have this one going, Patrick? I got a win for the Celtics. Celtics win against the Sixers. Start two and zero against them, and uh, they're just playing very well against the division. The only team that has a, a win against them to this point, I believe, is uh, the Knicks. So. Yeah. And uh, what does that bring your record to there? 19 and 12. 19 and 12. So that would bring me to I'm at 
No, I, mean, I have this as an L. I have this as another loss. So uh, the five-game winning streak comes to an end for you here, huh? Yes, yes, it does. You know, I'm not going to get too wild here. We're not going to go on any 15, 16-game winning streaks. But, uh, you know, I have us losing to the Sixers again here. That drops us to, um, what, 22-9? and nine? Is that what you have me down 22 for? 22-9, and nine, yep, 22-9. and 22-9. and nine. So, you know, I think, you know, it's going to be as much as I love Rob Will, and I'm happy that we extended him, uh, he's just not the same size as a guy like Joel Embiid. And Horford, you know, I don't think he's going to be able to lock down Embiid, you know, like he was – not that he ever shut him down completely, but I don't think he can slow him up like he used to. Um, the Celtics are not going to throw bodies at him, but I think it's going to be a little too much here. I have the Sixers winning again. But I do not have the Celtics losing to the Cavaliers. I know that's one of your favorite themes. Uh, you know, Do you have nope, the Celtics I, losing I, I, for the third have, time? Nope, I have the Celtics winning this one with ease. I have you know, this is a team now in midseason form. I feel like they're, they're in their groove now. And they're like, no, we're on a four-game win streak now. We're cruising along, you know. We've we've now won seven of our last eight, and we're feeling good. The Celtics are on a roll. Yeah, so I that I boosts us up. Me personally, I'm up to what twenty three and nine here. But unfortunately, this next game, right? This will really be a bummer uh, if my prediction comes true here. I have the Celtics on Christmas Day playing against the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, this would be a phenomenal game. Of course, it's in Milwaukee. You know, they're the defending champions. I have us losing this game. Um, I see Giannis going supernova this game. Uh, uh, he knows he's going to be on the biggest stage. And uh, I know he's going to he's gonna give it his all here. He's going to show that, you know, that 50-point game in the, in the finals clincher was no joke, was no fluke. He will go supernova, and the Bucs will win this game. Um, I'm, I'm going to take a different take here. And – um, the motivation is going to be Jason Tatum not being able to have the day off with his son Deuce, and ah. Deuce is going to be in the building. And this is a Deuce game. This is Daddy for Deuce, and I think Jason Tatum drops fifty on Christmas Day. Wow, that would be quite a sight to see. And honestly, I don't think I factored in the Deuce narrative enough to these predictions at all, because that is a really, <laughs> really, really sound argument for why the Celtics are going to win this Christmas Day game. You know, we got to get kind of weird for some of these motives yeah, for why we're picking it. some games. So I, I thought I was going to dig in the bag. And you know, if it's Jason Tatum, I had to dig in for the Deuce bag. Totally. And uh, that's understandable. So I have us dropping to 23 and 10 here. Now, this next game here is going to be a, uh, a destruction. The Celtics are going to blow out the Minnesota Timberwolves coming off that Christmas Day loss because uh, they're going to be fired up. It's gonna, that Christmas Day loss, that's going to sit with you, man. You know, those games are special. You know, I think everybody understands, like, how amazing NBA on Christmas Day is, uh, especially the people in the NBA playing, coaching. So I think they're going to really, really want to make up for that uh, that loss. So they are going to destroy the Timberwolves. I am sorry, Timberwolves fans and Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. Hey, don't forget D'Lo, man. Hey, hopefully he's healthy this year. But I don't feel bad for D'Lo, though. I would feel bad for <laughs> Anthony Edwards and Cat, but that's about it, honestly, on the team. But uh, yeah. I have I have the Celtics losing this one. I think uh, I think Christmas Day Tatum mode when, uh, takes a lot out of them. And I think uh, – there's a little hangover. I know they get a day off, but I think uh, I think there's a little hangover for for Tatum and and the Celtics drop this one uh, two games. This is one you always have those games that you should win and you just don't in the season. This should be a win, but I think this is one where they just drop. Yeah, so we basically have inverse uh, narratives right there. You know, mine's coming off the loss with the hunger. Yours coming off the win with the hangover. I like the logic here. Next two games are up against the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. 
Um, I have us beating the Clippers and losing to the Suns. I have us going one and one in those games. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we we beat them earlier in the season. I think the Clippers. I think Paul George has himself a game in that Clippers game. I think we dropped that one, and then I think we we roll um, against the Suns. So I have a split in those as well. I just have it the other way. Yeah, I think uh, you know that's New Year's Eve right there. That game against the Suns. Um, you know, I think. Chris Powell will have them focused and ready to play this game. Um, you know, his leadership almost won him an MVP. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, you know, Chris Paul's a professional man, so he's going to have uh, that, that young team really ready to go that day. Uh, so I do have that day game, the Friday at noon for me, uh, 1 o'clock Eastern time, as a loss. This next game, though, against the Magic, like I said, I don't see the Magic competing uh, with a lot of the good teams in the East, so I have that as a win for the Celtics. How about you? Um, yep, I'm I'm right there with you. I have the Celtics winning, and, and now the Celtics are 23-14 and 14 for me. So despite the early struggles for me in the early part of the season, I'm, I'm trickling up uh, on you as far as the, the win totals go. So you are 23-14, and 14, and what does that make me? 26-11. and 26-11. and 11. I like it. I like it. You know, I'm going to go on the limb here and say that would be a good start for the Celtics uh, for, for 37 games of the season. Um, next game, you know, I have us beating the San Antonio Spurs again. Um, you know, actually, you know, I'm going to go with the loss here. There's no way we're beating Pop twice. Uh, you know, there's no way. I'm going to go with the loss here. This is a loss. Uh, hey, that's that's 100% fair. I, I totally I totally get your logic here. Um, but my thing is, is Ime gets revenge. I already had Pop getting a win earlier in the season. So uh, I'm just flipping it here, and I think Ime gets the better of Pop this time and goes, hey, Pop. I learned something from how you schemed against me the other game. I'm ready for this one. So that brings me to 26 and 12, and that brings you to what? 24 and 14. Wow. So, okay, we're pretty – we're doing all right here. I like this. Okay. Um, And then this next game up against the Knicks in the Garden. I have the Celtics winning both of these. They have two straight games against the Knicks, once in New York on Thursday and then again in Boston – on Saturday, and the Knicks and the Celtics, they're going to be in the same tier for me. These two games is going to show why the Celtics are a cut above the Knicks, in my opinion. I have, and you know, that hurts me because I do love my Knicks. I love MSG. I love everything about it, but I have the Celtics winning these two games back-to-back and really uh, asserting their dominance over this tier of the East. Yeah, I I have them splitting here. I think the Knicks win their home game, and I think uh, the Celtics come back in and win their home game. Uh, I just, I just have a feeling because after, you know, beating San Antonio, it's another back to back there. I feel like they're getting close to the, the halfway point of the season. They're feeling a little unrested, you know, and they, they need a little bit more rest. And, and I just think the back to back here affects them as they go to New York and, and they come back home and beat New York and say, Hey man, we were just on a back to back. Um, then they're going to blow out the Knicks at home. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's totally sound logic, man. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we are about to get to – actually, can we do the next two games? We'll go up to 42 games since they're against the same team. Do you want to – yeah, we could definitely do that. We'll just go to I'm 42 instead on. of 41 here. And then after back-to-back games against the Knicks, I think uh, we face another team in the same tier as us. Uh, back-to-back games against the Indiana Pacers. And I have the Celtics winning the game in Boston and losing the game two days later in Indiana. 
I think Indiana's going to be a great team. I think Car- a great team is a stretch. I think they're going to be a really good team. I think that Carlisle will have them looking better than they've ever looked before. I think now with Carlisle at the helm, they have a chance to actually run Sabonis and Turner, uh, you know, together a little bit more than they could previously. I'm excited to see that team. I love a lot of the players in their team. So I have us going one and one. Which what does that leave my record at? Because I got a little messed up on mine. Twenty twenty nine and thirteen. All right, so I didn't get messed up. So I was finishing sixteen games over five hundred through forty two games of the year. I would be doing cartwheels if that's what's happening. Uh, Patrick, how yeah, do you have these no, last yeah. two games? Um, I haven't split. I think you know that last for the first, you know, right at the halfway point, they lose the first one to Indiana, and then they they go to Indiana and they they make up for it. I think they split there. I, I do like the talent that's on the United Pacers team. I think uh, last year with the injuries that happened to them, I think a lot of people are, are undermining what they, how good of a team they can be. I think Rick Carlo is going to also amplify that as well. And I think the, the Pacers are going to be a pretty good team next year. So that puts me at 26 and 16 after doing 42 games. So I would say that our record is probably going to look a little closer to yours than mine. Uh, I would have to say, um, because 29 and 13 would be, you know, for one of the best records in the league. I mean, I do think the Celtics are capable of finding a gear that really propels them to being a, an elite team. However, I'm not so sure it's going to start this quickly. Um, so I would say maybe 26 and 16, uh, you know, 24 and 18. That's still like a, a, a solid start um, in my book. As long as we're like, you know, a good five, six, seven games over 500, I will be totally content with uh, the first half of the season. Yeah, absolutely. I think anything above 500 is a, is a start that we can get behind, but yeah, man, I mean, this is, this is a solid point right here. We, we get ourselves at, I'm at 26 and 16. You're at 29 and 13. Um, We're going to do the the second half of this um, tomorrow Tomorrow night. Yep. Tomorrow night. Yep. And we're going to, breakdown and, and we're going to see what our overall is um also a little sneak peek uh game 69 of the season is when kg gets his ceremony for his jersey retirement we'll see if that's going to be a deciding factor if they win or not that night yeah um that's going to be an emotional night it's going to be an amazing night man i cannot wait to go s- well all me wants to go fly to boston and go to that game but you know that's probably not the most economically responsible thing for me to do so i'll probably just watch it on tv that's going to be an emotional night, man. I was 10 years old when KG helped us get that championship in 2008. And I will never, ever, uh, you know, forget what he did for the Celtics, for the culture. He made us a super relevant team again. Um, he means just so much to the uh, to the organization, man. So I can't wait for that night. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited. And I'm excited to break the second half of the season down. And, yeah, man, that, that kind of that concludes this episode today. Um, Lucas, you want to send us out properly here? Yeah, I'll say, you know, thanks to everyone who tuned in today on uh, Spotify Green Room. You know, we always appreciate you showing up. Um, you know, we'll probably do a live question segment tomorrow at the end of the show. Um, so if you want to hop up tomorrow, will probably be the day to do that. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm on Twitter at Luca, L-U-C-A underscore Gainer, G-A-Y-N-O-R. You can follow Patrick at Ballin Opinions. Patrick, I'll let you spell that. Yeah, man, at B-A-L-L-I-N-O-P-I-N-I-O-N-S. Yeah, there's a lot of I's in there, so it's always fun to, to spell out and get a little tricky. Also, guys, please go ahead and go check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well. Share us with your friends. Make sure that they're listening in. Go also, write us a review. shout out to my um, mom. Reviewed the show. 
Love you, mom. You're a real one for that. Just had to get That's, that out there. Does Does she listen? Does she listen to the show? Oh, she listens to every episode, and she only knows the only NBA players she knows are KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Danny Ainge, and Larry Bird. So I respect that she's listening, even though it might sound like a foreign language. Mom, I love you for that. That's that's amazing. We love to see the support. You know, we love appreciate everybody to share it, man. Um, don't be don't be letting Lucas's mom be the only one out here. You know, tuning in. Come on, to get all right. your moms to tune in with her. You know, maybe <laughs> you guys could have a little mom group that ends up getting into Celtics basketball, and we we get some more fans to the to the fan base. That's uh, one of the best in history that we know. But um, yeah, don't forget also to follow the show at Hoopball Celtics on Twitter as well. That will will release all the shows that we drop. Make sure you go ahead and go check it out. It has all the links for that. But yeah, man, thank you guys so much for stopping by. Uh, it's been a pleasure here. Um, Lucas, man, I uh, can't wait till tomorrow. Yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow, Patrick. All right, you have a good night, man. All right, later.